welcome to Dead Parents Podcast. I am your host, as always, Samantha Lapierre, and this is our third episode, which is really cool. Um, just very exciting for me. I'm so happy this has been progressing the way that it has. Um, I've decided to do this series in seasons. Um, so this is the third episode of our first season, and I'm thinking uh, the first season will be about eight episodes long, which is a pretty manageable um, chunk to be putting out. So I'm just, yeah, really happy to be able to do this and that it has generated some interest. So that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tweeting about it. Thank you so much for sharing it. Um, It means so much to me. And part of all those, all that initial interest that I got in this series was because I had put this idea out on Twitter. And I was approached at that time, I'm pretty sure, by somebody named Annie East, who is also my guest today. And Annie East is literally like the most delightful person I've ever met. We had so much in common. Um, Her mom died as well. So we had that big thing in common. But yeah, we just were able to talk about a ton of things that, you know, we both went through. And even though we experienced parent death at different times in our lives, we could really uh, connect on some really key things that I haven't really been able to connect with some other people on. So that was really exciting. And yeah, it's just a very good and insightful interview. We do talk about um, abuse, drug abuse, um, so if those are triggers, I would maybe avoid that this episode. But yeah, I'm really excited for you guys to listen. I do want to ask a small favor of you, please, if you are listening to this on iTunes, could you please write me a review? Thank you so much for, yeah, listening to me on iTunes, because that's bizarre, but yeah, if you listen to me on, on iTunes, please rate and leave this uh, series a review because that makes other people, uh, you know, more inclined to listen. So yeah, so let's get to the interview. I am so excited for you guys to listen to this. And yeah, I'm always happy to hear feedback and you can always tweet me at deadparentspod and let's enjoy the show. Welcome, Anais. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Welcome to my little podcast. Let's talk about your dead parent. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like happy to be here. Talk about my dead mom. <laughs> Yay! Uh, so my mom passed away almost three years ago. It'll be three years in August, actually. Okay. And like, it's one of those things where my, you know, like losing a parent in your 20s. Like to me, like I feel bad. Like I feel guilty about it because I'm like I don't feel as bad as all right, my friends who lost kid. You know, like lost their mom or dad when they were a kid. Right. But it still feels too early okay. like it still feels like it still feels very it just feels like this like whole part of my life my mom is not gonna see right like even from like I'm 31 now you know she died when I was 27 okay 28 and just the fact that I'm a completely different person even now yeah and like she is missing such a big portion of my life right going forward and it just feels very strange it's like it's really surreal it changes it, it really makes you feel other okay yeah uh just in the world in general yeah um so I know you're married did she like was she a part of your wedding yeah well my husband and I actually eloped because we're both awkward people okay don't want to say our vows in front of people love it so that was great our our families entirely understood they were like yeah this seems very you yeah uh so we actually like we went to New York we went on vacation we eloped went to city hall had like brunch with our friend who was our witness that's so cool that was it yeah which is good because I just couldn't imagine paying like twenty grand or fifty yep. grand to yeah. wear a white dress and definitely spill something on yeah. it <laughs> in front of like my cousin. No, and like never wear that dress again. Exactly. Yeah. No, I just like I'm not super practical. Like I spend way too much money on like moisturizer, but yeah. <laughs> that for some reason I was like this. This is not for me. Yeah, I can't no, do this. totally fair. But. Like, she met my husband, Ian, and she loved my husband, Ian, you know. Yeah. It was, like, it feels good that that part of it was, like, very settled, or, like, she knew that, not that it, like, 
I don't know. Not that it's like, oh, my daughter's married. She's taken care of by a yeah. man. But I think she knew that I found someone that I was very happy with yeah. and that I could just share my life with. Yeah. So I think that brought her a lot of joy. That's really nice. Oh, yeah. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I think it's really sweet. Yeah. I guess I, like, definitely feel the same. Like, it's a little sad that, like, my mom will never meet my boyfriend. And, yeah. like, that's just, like, a very... It's, like, a strange thing to come to terms with. But it's nice that, like, she was able to know that, like, you found happiness with another person. Exactly. Right? That's really sweet. Yeah. How old were you again? I was 19 when my mom oh. died. Yeah. So it was, like, a really strange age. Um, yeah, it's because I wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, I was, like, really young and didn't remember, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, very, like, heading into, like, my adult years, yeah. but, like, was still, like, kind of, like, a snobby, snotty teenage brat, right? Like, yeah. it's just, like, a strange, it's a very strange age. And it's, like, an age where I feel like you're very, like, raw to the world, like, yes. it's, like, an age, like, I have this, like, distinct memory of being, like, 18 or 19 and yeah. thinking to myself once, like... Oh, I understand how the world works. <laughs> I get, yeah, I yeah, get yeah. everything. No, absolutely. I'm good. Yeah. And really, like, you're just, like, this raw nerd. Oh, who, no, exactly. Who's an idiot. Yes. Oh, totally. I'm just, and then the world, like, just kicks you. Yeah. Forever. Constantly until you die. Yes. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> and now I'm just, like, I expect nothing. No, exactly, yeah. Like, the world is trash. Yeah, pretty much. I know. That's, like, it is, like, a little weird. And, like, I... I feel like also just like I never really came into my own as a person. So the person right. she knew me as was like not even like the real me. It was like just like yeah. this beginning version of me sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's funny because I think it's weird because it's like I've changed as a result of my mom's death. Yes. And I think I've become not a better person, but I think I've it's like made me realize like how short life is. Right. And it's made me, I've just reconsidered things in my life and. I think it's just made me more grateful for things, but at the same time, it's weird that my mom, like you said, like, my mom will ever know that person. Yeah, like, yeah. she won't see me at, like, 35 or 40, right. or she won't see the things I decide to do or not do, or, yeah. I don't know. It's That's strange. so true. It's, it is strange. And, like, it's funny that you say that because I felt, like, after she died, it, it changed me as a person, and I also feel like I, like, did become a better person. Yeah. Because she died, and I kind of hate that. Like, it's, yeah. like, a really weird feeling to reconcile. Exactly. Like, it's it's one of those things where I hate that it happened. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. But it's almost, like, it's, like, weird that grief also makes you, like, in touch with things that other people aren't aware of. Yeah, absolutely. It makes, for me, it makes me realize that, I feel like it makes me really easy, it makes it easy for me to cut through bullshit now. Right. Like, I feel like. Again, like, I feel like it's, I have, like, a dark sense of humor, so I definitely, like, well, my mom's dead, so I don't care. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have that kind of sense of humor yeah. about things, but in reality, like, I just care a lot less about bullshit. It's yeah. made me be able to cut people who are toxic out, or people who right. aren't serving me. Right. You know? Like, yeah. people who, I'm, I used to feel, I don't know, I feel like I used to, like, chase after people more, try to, like, right. fix situations, yeah. and now I'm just kind of, like... It is what it is, yeah. We're not really friends anymore, right. or we're not talking anymore, or right. we don't really seem to enjoy each other's company, so that's that. Yeah. And that's just, it's easier. It's easier to sort of value your time and yeah. realize that whatever time you do have, you want to spend with people who want to spend it with you. And who, like, give a shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah no, totally. Did you find that death? Death. That's kind of so like, did you find that death? <laughs> yeah, death, I know her. <laughs> did you find her? Did, uh, did you find when your mom died that people came in and out of your life? Or like you were surprised oh, yeah. by like people's reactions? Because I found it was like 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 a, like a sieve or like a litmus paper. Yes. Where I was just like, oh, you've disappeared from my life because you don't know how to talk about this. Yes. And it's kind of like, well, that's, this has sorted itself out. Oh, yeah, no. no, exactly. No, oh my God. I honestly, the first um, couple years of her death, I went through so many friend groups who mm-hmm. just like could not deal with like who I was as as the result of her death. And I also feel like, who I was because of, like, the depression that I had because of her death. And, like, so many friend groups came in and out of my life. I was also in my early 20s, and I feel like in your early 20s, you are constantly trying to, like, find your place in a friend group. And, like, it honestly wasn't until I started dating my boyfriend, who was friends with a bunch of girls who, like, had 
their parents die that I, like, really found, like, a group of people. I was like, shit, we have, like, this really crazy thing in common. Like, this is, like, super wild. And, like, so easy for me to talk about it now, you know? And that's, like, you need that safe space, um, for sure. Um, It's interesting. My friend that I actually put you in touch with through Twitter today, Ashley, who's, like, one of my best friends. She's, like, my sister. Um, She has lost both her parents. Okay. And she actually, like, her dad passed away, like, two weeks before my mom did. So, like... Both of our parents were sick and, like, passed away, like, again, like, within weeks of each other. And I just remember, like, thinking, like, this is, like, so, <laughs> this is such a weird thing, but it's such yeah. a bond between, like, I feel yeah. like it, like, took us from being friends to being family. Yeah. Like, we, like, went through this thing together. And it also helped, because, like, I feel like there sometimes comes a point where people don't know what to do with your grief because it's not right. linear. Yeah. Like, it's, like, a year later and, like, you might have a day where you're just like, oh, God, I smelled this perfume and it's, oh my it God, reminds me shit. of my mom. Yeah, no, exactly. And I'm just exactly. going to sit here and cry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and cry and yeah. be sad for, like, six hours. Absolutely. And some people would just be like, oh, like, that's, like, they don't know what to do. No. They don't know what to say. And, yeah. Like, it's, it's when you find people who have been through that and are just like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I heard, like, a song that reminded me of my dad and all of a sudden you're like, oh, good, like, yeah. I'm not a lunatic. Absolutely Like, not. something yeah. you can just, like, be sad with and, like, yeah. eat McDonald's with. Yeah. <laughs> is key to grief. Absolutely it is. Nobody tells you that. The magazines don't tell you that. They don't tell you that. I know. They're just like, you know, like, read the Elizabeth Kubler-Ross and Ugh, yeah. you'll accept it and then you'll be fine. You'll never feel sad again. Yeah, like, I know. Oh, my God. I remember one of the saddest things was, like, going on this message board and it was, like, people who had, like, lost somebody but it was, like, this woman who had lost her husband mm-hmm. and she's, like, it's been, like, ten years and I, like, cry every single day and I was, like, oh, my God. That is, like, that is heartbreaking. Absolutely. Like, it's so... And I don't know, and that just, like, because it was, like, a year after my mom died, and I was like, Jesus, if I'm crying every day, ten yeah. years after my mom died, like, that is just so much hurt and, like, yeah. sadness to carry around. It is, and, like, carry it around is, like, a good way of putting it. Like, yeah. it feels like that. Like, it feels like something you are carrying, and I feel like it's, like, sometimes, like, it marks you yes, a bit. it does. I feel like sometimes people are, like, it's, like, or I feel like it becomes, like, the thing that people forget about. Yeah. And then, like, something comes up, like, oh, like, what are you doing for Mother's, Mother's Day? Day, oh. I know. Yeah, yeah. And everyone looks at you, like, oh, what are you doing for Mother's Day? <laughs> what could you possibly be doing for Mother's Day? And I'm, Day, like, yeah. well, now you've interrupted my plans to, like, yeah. lay in a coffin or something. I don't know, <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. No, exactly. It's, like, weird. Like, people get very weird about it, and, like, like, I feel weird about, like, I have my mom's ashes, like, in my living room. I love that. Because I don't know what to do with them. Because, yeah. Because, like, she wanted half of them uh, spread in the, like, Atlantic Ocean, which we did. It's and then I have the other half. And I know I want to do something with them, but, like, I haven't felt right. No, absolutely. And so people be like, oh, like, what's this little thing? I'm like, oh, it's my mom. <laughs> and she's just, in that box. I'm like, she's just right there. Yeah. It's fine. Like, <laughs> no worries. It's funny you say that. We have, um, at my dad's house, uh, we have them, like, in the kitchen, but, like, up, and they're next to her parents' ashes, which is, like, kind of nice. That's lovely. It's really nice, and, like, it's, I also recognize that it might be a little strange to some people, because, like, but also, like, where are you supposed to keep those, right? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want them to, like, I wouldn't want to not have them. Yeah. But I also just don't know what to do with them. Exactly. So it's just kind of like, it's a weird, it's kind of weird. It is weird. It's also like, I think it's so lovely that they're in the kitchen because that feels like a very like communal family yeah. place yeah. to have them. And she loved to cook and my dad's oh. like, I feel like she's like watching over me. I know. Which is like just the sweetest thing. Oh, my heart. <laughs> cute. Just grew. It's very good. Like seven sizes. That's so oh, cute. Oh, thank you. And I feel that myself. Like, but like, I have like my mom's ashes, like they're next to like a picture of like my niece and like, oh. like I don't even, like just like a bunch of little things. I'm like, this yeah. reminds me of my mom. And, I love that. <sighs> it's, it's complicated, of course, but yeah. I think it's like weird. It's like, I think once you lose someone so important to you, especially like a parent, yeah. who, you literally have never existed without yeah. in your life. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's like it, you have to like, you have to be, you become sort of comfortable with death. Yeah. Like it's like you don't get comfortable. I feel like I haven't gotten comfortable with the loss, but it's like you become comfortable with the fact that you do lose people. Yeah. And I think for most people, like 
they're weirded out by, like, seeing ashes in someone's yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, death is very, like, cool, someone died, we put them in a cemetery. Yeah. They're gone. Fine, yeah. And then it's, like, something you put in a box and, like, don't deal with, or exactly. you deal with in, like, the specific time and place when... Right. I don't know, like, I feel like in some senses, like, losing my mom has made me really be like, oh, like, people die. Like, everyone you love Will die. is going to die, yeah, and yeah. it's fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. But it's also something, it, it should, like, make life mean more as a result. Absolutely. Like, it should make you, like, you know, like, say the things you want to say to people yeah. you love. And yeah. Just use your time wisely. Right. Spending less yeah. time, like with people who are terrible or, like, like less... hate following people on Instagram. Yes! Oh, my God. Exactly. I'm so mad. I just, like, purged, like, all the people... I'm trying to purge all the people because I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. Like... No. It's fine. You don't own a house. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not a terrible person. No, absolutely not. I've, like, over the past couple of years, I've, like, done that, too, and I, like, try not to just, like, frivolous, frivolously follow somebody. Yeah. Like, I try to, like, kind of just, like, keep it a little, like, a little smaller... Although I'm, like, I'm still following, like... It's hard. It's hard. hard. It's definitely hard. I I feel like I definitely also... I do big unfollows, like, during... Around, like, holidays. Like, Mother's Day, I'm just like, I'm sick of that shit. Holy shit, I know. I'm like, we get it. You saw your mom today. (laughs) (laughs) You have this one picture of her from 1975. And this is the one you show people. I'm like, perfect. Yeah, oh my god. It's so... I find, like, that, like, Mother's Day and, like, Christmas are, like, the two ones... Holy shit, I hate Christmas. Yeah. Christmas is so tough, because especially my mom loved Christmas. Right, yeah. So for me, like, I'm just like, 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 fuck Christmas. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I'm just done with, I'm like, no, I'm like, I don't care. I don't, yeah, like, she, my mom died around Christmas, or, like, after Christmas, and she was sick during, like, she was sick during Christmas and stuff, so... After that happened, I was like, Christmas isn't magical anymore, and no. I just don't like it. I think, I think especially, like, when you lose someone so important, yeah. you kind of realize, like, oh, Christmas is total bullshit. Oh, yeah, no, it is. You're like, oh, like, this is, like, you all think this is, like, magical, but it's really not. Oh, It's yeah. super painful. No, yes. And it can be so bad, like, I, I don't know, especially, like, my birthday's, like, right around Christmas, so I feel That's, like yeah. that week between, like, Christmas and New Year's is, like... Yeah. I like to just, like, be quiet. I'm just, like, I don't want to really, like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to, I don't want to celebrate even. I just want to, like, be quiet and ponder what happened this year, which is yeah. probably, like, bullshit anyway. But, <laughs> but I don't know. It's, it's so tough. It is tough. What do you think, what are your thoughts on, like, grieving and social media? Because, like, I, when my mom died, I, like, didn't really have that many friends, Mm-hmm. And I, I felt also, though, that I had to, like, announce her death on, like, Facebook and stuff. Yeah. But, like, none of those people even knew who my mom was. So it yeah. was kind of just, like, this weird circular thing that, like, I wanted to own this thing that had of happened. Course. But I still didn't really know where to, like, put that, like, and, like, what that meant or, like, what that should mean. Yeah. It's, it's so strange because you don't know where to put it. There isn't really a way to... I feel like we don't know how to talk about grief, yeah. like, or death, or loss, like, publicly. Yeah. Like, I think people still think it's something that should be private. Yeah. And I don't necessarily know if that's, like, helpful. Like, maybe it is, like, maybe that's a way for some people to process it, but right. for some people it's, like, really public. Like, I used to have a blog that was, like, pretty well-read, and I used to write about, like, my life and, like, family and stuff, yeah. and yeah, I, when my mom was sick, like, I started writing, like, about my mom again, and, like... When she passed away, like, I definitely wrote about my right. mom. And I think that for some people, like, it was a lot. Because yeah. putting how you feel out there and really, like, processing it publicly in a sense, I think it's like a, like, you want to be heard. Like, yeah. you want to feel like what you're feeling is valid and you also want to, like, get these feelings that are literally torturing you out of your body. Right, yeah. But it's, it's like, I think it's, like, messy for other people. I feel like people don't know what to do with, like, raw emotion yeah like they kind of want to like they kind of want to know about it when it's all done it's like well what i've learned over the last year is that like yeah life will be okay (laughs) they want to hear like the like i don't even know like the eat pray love right like the success like yeah they want to hear like my mom died but now i got a haircut yeah i have a new baby or something right yeah and it's not like that and it's i think for me like i was processing it more publicly and i think that was hard for people because like no one wants to see someone in pain. Right. Like, no one wants to be like, oh, wow, like, 
this person's you feel going like, some shit. You yeah. feel like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day. <laughs> but it's like, it's complicated. It's hard. It's like, where do you put that? Yeah. Because for me, it's like, if it felt private, like, it felt worse. Right. Because you were kind of just keeping it inside. And, yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I think it's, I think it's complicated. It also feels like you don't want to share some things, but you do. Yeah. And for me, like, I hated people, like, commenting. Or I hated people, like, trying to tell me about grief. Right. Like, that was, like, the thing. Like, I did not mind if somebody was like, I love you, I'm here for you. Like, that's yeah. lovely. That is the best thing you can say. Perfect. Like, I, or, like, even, like, when people are like, I don't know what to say, but I'm here. Yeah. Like, that's great. Yeah. But when people are just like, oh, like, when I lost my mom. Yeah. Or, like, when this happened. And especially because, like, I feel like a lot of it came from, like, family friends or family members who, like, lost parents when they were, like, middle-aged. Right. Or, yeah, like old, much older in their sixties, yeah. and they're like, "Oh yeah, I still miss my mom." I'm like, cool, you got like sixty years, years with your mom. Yes. Like, no, yeah. like I'm not trying to be a dick, but no. oh, absolutely. Like, There's no comparison. It's there, different. Really. Like, my mom didn't know when I that I changed careers, or right. that like if I end up having a kid or something, like she'll never know her grandchild. Yeah. Like, that's a big thing. Like, she's missing out like on a whole life. Oh, absolutely. I hate like that was one of the things too that I just I never really understood. I get it because people want to be like. I went through this similar thing. Yeah. But it's, like, they don't also recognize that, like, well... It's different. It's so different. And that person is younger than me. It's going to be different for them, too. I also just, like... I know a lot of people are close to their, like, grandparents, but, like... Oh! Oh, oh, man! When they're, like, yeah, like, my grandma died when I was six. I'm, like, oh, I'm sorry. That's not the same thing. I cannot wait for you to meet my friend Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> because we talk about that, like, she is, like, my touchstone and my rock for this kind of thing, because people will be like, oh, I'm so sad. My grandpa died. Oh. And I'm like, cool, you're 33. Yeah. <laughs> like, you'll be okay. Like, he had a good life. Yes. Yes. Like, fighting the Nazis in World War II yeah. or whatever. Like, you're fine. Yeah, no. Like, my mom is still dead. Uh, like, my yeah. mom was literally in her 50s when she died. Yeah, like, no, on. same. Yeah, no, I know. Um, that's, like, really strange, and I think the same thing is people try to, um, to, what's the word, like, bond with you. Yeah. But it's really not the thing that they should be doing. Like, yes. it's not the, like, best comparison to be making. And well, I, I it, don't understand it. It feels a lot... Yeah, like, people want to bond. They want to relate. Yes. And they want to feel... But it's not... Thing, it's, like, it's the kind of situation where you shouldn't be relating unless you've been through something very, very similar. Yes. It's almost like you should just hold that person yeah. and, like, let them... Have this moment yes. and have it be about them. Exactly. Don't it, make it about you. It feels a lot like, I don't know if you've ever heard of this theory. My husband actually told me about it because he's pretty smart sometimes. Um, <laughs> it's like they we mostly talk about it when it comes to like cancer, but they, it's also appropriate for grief where it's like the circle of care where like, let's say like your mom died. You're at the center of this. Yeah. That means that you can vent to anybody outside of you because it's the situation happening to you but like let's say you're talking about it and like venting to your best friend she's not going to vent about how difficult and stressful it is right to you she's going to go to someone else right and like you keep putting it outward because you're not going to put more pressure right on someone who is like at the base of this thing going really going through it yeah and i feel like people don't get that no like there's so many people who, like, will come and, like, be like, yeah, it's so hard, like, talking about this, or, like, it's just, like, you know, like, it's hard supporting you. I'm like, no, this is, like, what you talk about with, like, your friends that I don't know. Absolutely. Like, and people don't get that. No. It's, like, very difficult to be like, well. Yeah. Like, maybe we should not be talking about this. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, this is low on my priorities. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. People just, I think they, I think it's, like, they don't, I don't know, they just, like, they want to, like, I think it's, like, normal to want to relate, and like, that yeah. happened to me, too, but yeah. it's, like, no, I didn't. No, unless it's, not like this. not like this, and it's not, the thing that you're going through isn't the same thing that I'm going through. Yeah. And, like, I feel like it's kind of hard to um, say that to somebody, because, like, then you feel like you're being, like, well, like, your grief isn't as important as my grief, right? right? And, like, you're shitting all over their experience. Exactly, Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's tough. And I mean, it's like, 
it happens too. Like, I feel like, like, when we started it, I was like, yeah, like, sometimes I feel like a weird, I guess, grief imposter syndrome where I'm like, I got a mom for 28 years. Like, yeah. I would, like, never tell, like, I, I feel guilty for people who lost their mom at, like, 10 or something. Right, yeah. You know? Like, yeah, I would feel be like, oh, God, like, I don't have it that hard. And, like, yeah. everyone's grief is valid, but that doesn't mean that situations aren't different. Right, And that yeah. you can't look at them and be like, oh, you know what? Like, it yeah. is very different to lose your parent at 19 or 28 yeah. than it is to lose them at, like, 45 or 50. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel it's, like, that's kind of just, like, a part that I haven't, like, heard that much, um, like, discourse mm-hmm. on. And, like, yeah. it's a, it's something that's, like, so important to me because when I started talking to people about, like, my dead mom, it was, like, I would get a lot of those, like, from, like, older people being, like, yeah, I, like, lost my mom, like, a couple years ago. And, like, I understand how you feel. And I'm, like, oh, no, you don't. I don't want to be rude to you. Yeah. But, like... I don't want to compete with you either, but... It's not like, a competition. It's not a competition. Which is, like, that's just such a... I mean, that's another topic of people not knowing how to talk about things without being like, well, yeah. this happened to me. Yeah, oh my god. It's like, this is not the Olympics of no. grief. <laughs> like, I wish I would have named this podcast that. <laughs> the Olympics of grief. That's perfect. That'll be my, that'll be my spinoff podcast. I love it. <laughs> Happy as a guest. Oh, <laughs> yes. But that's... I don't know, people get very, like, I don't think they realize they're doing it. Yeah. But I think it's such a thing, I think it's just the way we communicate that people, like, want to feel like, I did that too. Yeah, no. Or, like, absolutely. I've been through this too, or I have an opinion about this. Right, yeah. And, like, sometimes your opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> or it's not necessary. Yeah. Like, yeah. you have to ask yourself, <laughs> does this need to be said? Dang. Does it need to be said by me? Yeah. Does it need to be said by me now? Whoa! Which is, like, very applicable in, like, lots of situations. Everything. So, like, what was your relationship like with your mom? Were you guys close, or...? It was complicated. Um, I'm an only child. Nice, me too. Really? Yeah. I love only children. Me too. My friend Ashley also is an only child. Nice. People hate us. People, People, oh my god! only children. We literally were talking this the other day, because, like, a friend of ours was like, I think only children, only only children want to have one kid, and I'm like... That's bullshit. Some people hate their siblings. Oh my god. Or some yes. people like don't get along. Or like they're not just not close. You know, no, they're just, no, they're just family. Yeah. It's it's you know, it depends. Like not everyone is like my brother is like my life. Yeah. <laughs> like they're my whole they're my other half. They're like, my whole world, which is yeah, cool, but yeah. Which is like fucking bizarre. No, it's like, really strange. I don't understand that. Like I have like definitely have like two or three close friends that are like siblings, but I also feel lucky because I like chose them. Exactly. And I'm like, you didn't just like happen. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um my mom and I had a complicated relationship. My mom struggled with bipolar disorder and alcoholism. So our relationship, it depended on, like, the time. Like, I think there were times where it was very difficult yeah. because I think it's interesting because, like, I have depression and anxiety, and it's different just for me now. Like, I take, like, antidepressants and... I go to therapy and I feel like there's just so many more resources and my mom always struggled with mental illness and she was young but she had like my grandparents were very traditional and very like like you have everything you want why why are you sad right like it was that kind of attitude so I think my mom really like bottled her feelings up and didn't know how to deal with them and they kept getting worse yeah and in some senses like my mom has been such an example for me of not just dealing with my mental health and actually taking care of it, but also just being patient with myself and realizing that it doesn't make you a bad person. Yeah. Like, I feel like she struggled a lot with her parents and, like, older family members who were just, like, who considered her ungrateful or considered her to be, like, dramatic or yeah. it felt very much like, 19th century, like, female hysteria. Yeah, right. You know, that kind of attitude. But I think, I don't know, it's, like, it's hard to see, especially now that I'm older, it's hard to see, like, just such a different experience, like, uh, of just feeling, like, to not have an outlet or to not have support and to just have this thing that is a very valid illness. Yeah. turned around and just be like essentially gaslighted yeah. and told that like well this is just who you are you're just like being a bad person you're right. ungrateful and I think that informed like a lot of my mom my mom's feelings about herself and I think that like that's always made me like 
a bit sad, you know? Like, yeah. it's made me sad because, like, obviously, like, I loved her the minute I was born. Yeah. And I, um, yeah, um, sorry, this is like, no, it's a tough one. It's, okay. uh, it's, it's tough to realize that someone you love so much doesn't love themselves. Yeah. And that was a lesson for me because... We, I mean, we all struggle with that. It's hard to not, it's hard to know what to do with yourself and how to care for yourself. Yeah. Especially, like, seeing an example. I think especially my mom, like, I don't think she liked herself sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I think she found a lot of purpose in being a mom and just having a different relationship with me than she had with her parents. Yeah. And it's tough. It's tough to... It's tough because I think that it's tough to think about somebody you really love not liking themselves yeah. and not thinking they're enough. And I don't think that's something you can like fix. Like I think as a I think that was always tough for me. I thought like there was always a sense of as a kid even like knowing that like she didn't like herself. Yeah. And that there's nothing you could do about that. Yeah. And it's true, like there is nothing I could do about it, especially as a kid or as an adult even. Yeah. And you know, I think that all those factors, like, led to her having issues with addiction, yeah. and, you know, it's, there's a big, there's, like, a chasm that I feel like opens up when you have that kind of issue with a person. Yeah. And there is, like, a sense of, I don't know, I used to feel very, when I was like, younger, I often felt like, well, my mom loved me more, she wouldn't, like, drink. Right. Or, like, she would, like, take better care of her mental health. And now, of course, like, that I'm older and I've had struggles with my own mental illnesses, I'm like, oh, that's... That's not true. That's such fucking bullshit. Like, it's just... That's not how it works. And it's... It's so much more complicated. Yeah. And in hindsight, it's... It's tough. Like, I think there's parts of me that wish I could have done more, but am also... I'm also grateful that we had the time that we did, and I'm grateful that, for better or for worse, we loved each other a lot. Yeah. And that, like, we could have some joy together. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, like, it's heavy. It's hard. It's hard to... It's hard. It's hard to have, you know... It's, like, a weird loss because, like, I miss my mom every day, but there's also a part of me that had a mom who was always, like, haunted yeah, by, like, her own issues and trauma. Right. And so there's parts of me that's also, like, I'm so glad that she can rest because, yeah. like, she was so sad yeah. and had, like, like, I don't know. Like, it's, um, it's hard. It's hard. I, like, I feel glad that she could be at peace finally. Yeah. And I think I used to, like, feel guiltier or feel like well I couldn't do enough to make her happy but that's not anyone's job no absolutely and I think that it's it's different it's um it's different it's also difficult to talk about that kind of thing with people because people I think often when someone dies like they just lionize them and they're like they're perfect and amazing and they never did anything wrong and that's not the case and that's okay like yeah I don't think our parents are supposed to be perfect people, but I think my mom helped form me into who I am, and I think that's for better. I think that's a a very good thing. I think that it's made me, like, a more empathetic person from an early age. I think it's made me just be able to see the world in a kinder way, like, to realize that people aren't bad or they don't, like, they're just, like, doing things because they don't give a shit, like... It's complicated. Like, people have... I hate people say people have demons. Like, it sounds like such a, like, weird, like... Yeah, yeah. 1980s metal hair band, like, <laughs> way to talk about addiction. <laughs> but it's... Uh, people have their, have their ghosts, and they have their issues, and... I don't think it makes them a bad person. No. And I think that there's still value... Absolutely. ...to be had from those people, and... Not just because of, like, a 
you know, like, wagging your finger lesson of, yeah. like, don't do this, yeah. cautionary tale. Right. But just because, like, those people are people, and, like, they're, they're interesting, and they're complicated. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking, I'm a fucking mess, too. Yeah. Like, I, I don't trust anyone who says they're not. Yeah. Oh, God, no. Like, I don't buy that. Like, either it's, like, somewhere, like, in a box in your brain, and, like, one day it's gonna explode. Yep. God help everyone <laughs> in the vicinity. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, um, it's weird. It's sometimes I feel like, especially being an only child, like, I feel like I'm my mom's, like, not spokesperson, but I feel Protégé. like... Yeah, or, like, I feel like I'm, like, carrying on something about her, especially because yes. I feel like she was so misunderstood by her parents and, like, yeah. just, like, I don't know. Like, I tried, I'm, I try to remember my mom and talk about her with kindness and also in a probably a way better in a in a way that's better than how she would have talked about herself. Right, yeah. And I think that that's difficult. It's hard. Yeah. Because like part of me is like, I wish you'd been sober. I wish that yeah. we had a bit more time because of that. And I don't know. I think the time we had was complicated. Sometimes it was really bad. Yeah. And sometimes it was amazing and yeah. There's nobody I would rather talk to. I love that. Yeah. That's sweet. No. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's it's funny. I'm sorry. That was like a lot. Yeah, I'm okay? sorry. No. I'm okay. okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm okay, actually. It's like... It's... I had a good cry in therapy this week, so that's probably why I'm okay. together. <laughs> um, it's funny because, like, my mom, like, struggled with addiction, and mm-hmm. um, she could be really mean, and I was going... I was at my dad's house a couple weeks ago, and I was... I have, like like, all of her stuff, and I was going yeah. through some boxes, and there's, like, I was just, like, looking at her stuff, and I was just, like, thinking about the person she was, like, in the 80s, yeah. and, like, like, when she met my dad, and, like, just, like, from some of the stuff that, like, I've seen on video, and, like, the way yeah. she interacted with me, and so I was asking my dad, and I was, like, as she got older, did she become, like, different? And he said, yeah. And that, like, just made me really upset. And, like, it just, it made me upset because, like, as she got older, like, she, I think she started drinking more. She became a lot more depressed and she became a lot more unhappy about herself and her weight. And she Mm. passed those things off kind of on me sometimes. And, And, like, it's such a hard and strange thing to reconcile because you think, like, she wasn't, like, before addiction and before, like, that, like, she, I don't know. Like, I always think, like, maybe there's something I could have done to help her. But there's nothing I could have done to help her. And, like, and I also think, like, well, maybe I could have, like, like helped her see, like, a body positive movement or something. Right. I couldn't have done that. No. You know? You just, but you you make up these, like, narratives that, like, well, maybe if I did this, this, and this, then, like... Our, my relationship would have been different. She yeah. would have been different. And that's so painful because you you, you just can't do that. No. Like, like, you just will never be able to do that. Exactly. And that's, like, I think it's painful because it's, like, it's, like, a weird bargaining where, like, yeah. you're just, like, looking at past you being, like, oh, you should have no, yeah. had this conversation or done yeah. this. But then it's also, like, you, you just can't, you can't go back. No. Yeah. Like, there's nothing you could have done. And it's, like, it's, like, a, it's, like, a... It feels like a fruitless exercise. Yes. But it's something you really can't keep your brain from doing. It's Absolutely. like you want so badly to like have a different outcome. Yeah. And it's like especially heartbreaking to think like like I feel like my therapist says to me once, like, well, what if like you had done those things and like they didn't work. They didn't or, work. Yeah. Or what if they did work but like your mom still got sick and died? Yeah. Like it's like the kind of thing where it's like, cool, this yeah. This is probably not good for me. No, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but it's hard. It's hard to, like, it's it's interesting to see, like, the person your parent was. Like, yes. for me, like, it's interesting. I think for a long time, especially with my mom's addiction. And because, like, my mom was mean, too. Like, my mom was, like, I feel like, I feel like it happens to, like, daughters of, like, only yeah. children. Yes. Only children, daughters. Yeah. Um, like, my mom, I feel like in some senses, like, vicariously lived through me. And, like, yeah. Or, like, wanted the best for me, but, like, went about it in a way that was, like, being really hard on me. Yeah. And, like, being super, super critical. Yes. And me so, for too. me, I was, like, like, literally, I, I until she was, like, 
about to pass away, like, I was like, cool, my mom hates me. And thinks, yes. like, she is probably super disappointed in me. Yeah. And, like, is not pleased with how I turned out in life. And, like, that wasn't the case. And, like, we, I'm glad we had, like, a final conversation that sort of, like, yeah. say the things we needed to say. But it's hard because you do think that. Like, yeah. you, it's, it, it becomes... And I think it's also, like, a way of parenting that's natural because I feel like people think that, like... Tough love. Yeah, like, people think tough love... Like, people, of course, like people are just like, oh, if you're too soft on your kids, they're not going to do anything. Right. And it's like, no one's saying to, like, tell your kids to be like, fuck off, don't do your homework. Yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. you can always be kind to your kids. Absolutely. And, like, there's definitely... I think it's one of those things about having, like, a mom who is tough like that on you... Like, I think it makes things complicated. I yeah. think so much of it comes, like you said, like, from how they feel about themselves. Yes. And that's hard. It's hard to, for me, like, it was always hard to see, um, I don't know. Like, I felt like I wasn't doing enough yeah. to, like, make her happy. Yeah, me Because, too. like, I wanted to, like, do the things she wanted me to do. And I think for a long time... Especially as I got older, and, like, I feel like I, my rebellion was just, like, being, like, not what my mom wanted me to be. Yeah. So, like, part of me was, like, oh, you want me to be, like, super skinny? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that, it's just, like, it's almost, like, like, just, like, sort of, like, being, like, no, like, I have this physicality, this is my body, like, yeah. oh, well, or, or, like, oh, you think, you want me to be, like, a lady or whatever? Like, cool, I have, like, a thousand tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> like, good luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm doing, but... It's almost, it's happened, I think, like, post-death, because I feel like it's, like, there's not a chance for that, criti- right. that oh, critical view anymore. Yes. Yeah. But, like, I feel like, especially since she passed away, I feel like I've gotten back into stuff that, like, I was always like, my mom likes that, that's fucking stupid. Oh my god, me too! And now I'm just like, because I used to be like, do I actually like this, or right. do I like it because my mom, Yeah. because of my mom? Yeah. And it's weird, because, like, I used to judge it and be like, oh, well, I said that because my mom forced it on me. Yeah. And now I'm like, you know what? I do want to go see Swan Lake. <laughs> I'm like, I do love going to a ballet. Like, <laughs> it's not just my mom. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's hard. It's hard because, like, for better or for worse, you are the product of how you yeah. were raised. Yeah. And I don't think there's really, like, a way to figure out, like, what you actually like and what yeah. has been, like, forced on you. Right. Like, eventually it's like, well, if you still like it, like, you obviously like, like it. it. Like, yeah. You, yeah. you didn't outgrow it. Like, yeah. we've been talking about that because, like, I'm really into, like, drag culture and, like, drag queens. And that was always, like, my mom was a dancer before she had me and, like, a choreographer. And so, like, I met my first drag queens when I was, like, a kid. That's and, awesome. like, yeah. my mom used to go always, like, we used to, like, I'm from Florida and she used to get electrolysis done. Holy shit. And, like... She was, like, getting, like, a bunch of hair removal, which I'm just, like, already, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> politics. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I remember, like, the first, the person who used to do her, her electrolysis was, like, this drag queen. Like, I remember meeting, like, a drag queen when I was, like, four or something and right. just being, like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. sometimes you're here and you're a lady and sometimes you're not. That's so sad. And it's, like, that's the kind of thing where I feel like I'd, like, oh, that's, like, just my mom. Like, my mom would, like, go out with, like, all her friends who were, like, gay dudes and, like, drag queens. Yeah. And, she had trans friends, and I was just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's just mom. And right. now I'm like, oh, I love that part of culture. Like, I love, like, like the, like, academic theory and, like, the history behind drag culture yeah. and, like, that part of queerness. And it's, for a long time, I was like, oh, I'm not into this. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, I'm not into this stuff. It's fine. Like, yeah. that's my mom's thing. And yeah, now I'm yeah. like, I love it so much. It's such an important part of my whole heart. <laughs> and I'm like, and my mom loved it, too. And yeah. it's so it's so complicated and I don't know eventually like you do become you it's like those things are gifts I guess I think so yeah like it's in the same way I feel like you like you know if you teach your like younger people you know or like if you if you have kids and you teach them about stuff you're passionate about that's like that's a good thing that's excellent absolutely it's such a you are but it's hard it's like there is that period where you're just like I don't want to be right I don't want to be like you yeah yeah but then you just become them (laughs) <laughs> I feel like the more you struggle against it, yeah. the worse it is. Yeah. I really, really think so. That's so funny. I, like, um, my mom was always big into, like, crafting and, like, embroidery mm-hmm. and stuff. 
And I, like, never really had an interest in it until, like, a couple years ago. And now I'm, like, fucking fanatical. I'm like, yes, I am going to buy a bunch of tea towels, and then I'm going to embroider them. And then I'm going to get to the gift. Right? Like, it's, like, and it's just, like, it's a thing that, like, I wish I would have been able to, like, learn from her or bond yes. with her over it. And, like, I'm okay. I'm okay with the fact that I can't. Yeah. But I feel like I'm kind of, like, carrying on that legacy yeah. or those interests that she had. and like Exactly. It's, like, one of those things where, like, like, I love to wear makeup. And, like, my mom, I think, like, from having a career as, like, a dancer, right. like a choreographer, like, like, I did dance as a kid, obviously, because she, like, stage momed me into oh, it. God, yeah. And, like... But it's, like, one of those things where, like, I love putting on makeup, yeah. and I love all those parts of things because of her. Like, I used to yeah. love getting ready with her, and, like, I used to love, like, learning about that. I'm like, oh, I love this. Like, yeah. this is, like, this feels like a mom thing to me. Or, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, weird tricks about, like, she's like, well, if you're wearing, like, a dark enough lipstick, you don't have to, like, match your lip your lip liner. Like, just use, like, eyeliner. And, like, just, like, just, like, things are, like, it's, like, weird. It's, like, oh, yeah, like, my mom taught me how to contour when I was a kid because she, <laughs> she learned it from drag queen. Right. And I'm just, like, this is so weird. Yeah. Like, it's, like, weird the things that you're just, like, oh, I'm super fucking into this. Yeah. This is now, something I like. Yeah, yeah. And it's because of this. And, like, I'm, really, I think my husband asked me, he's, like, oh, like, how'd you learn how to do, like, like, I feel like I went to a drag show recently, and I, had, I was, like, I, I, like, beat my face within an inch of its life, and my husband's, like, did you watch, like, a tutorial or something? And I'm, like, no, like, this is, like, my mom used to wear makeup when she went out. That's like, amazing. And I'm just, like, maybe I am my mother's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's so weird. I'm, like, oh, well... This is happening. I love that. Yeah. It's, like, it's weird the things you notice, or, like, I feel like even, like, sometimes, like, the way I, like, like, I love to, like, buy a bunch of flowers, like, yeah. not already arranged and do it myself, and, like, like, I learned that from her. Like, she used to do that every week, and yeah. I feel like it's, like, I'm, like, oh, like, I know how this should look Yeah. So my mom, <laughs> this is, like, a thing she used to do, yeah. and it's, it's interesting, or, like. Just, like, even, like, I thought about it, like, I was, like, oh, like, I've always known how to, like, put on eye cream. Because <laughs> my mom was, like, don't you dare use your index finger. Like, <laughs> it's too much pressure. The skin is too delicate. I'm, like. That's so cool. I'm, like, that's so weird. It's so weird. Like, that's just, like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, I've always done it that Obviously, way. yeah. Like, it's just strange. And in some senses, like, I think I used to feel a lot of pressure about, like, being, like, a good legacy yeah. to my mom. And I'm, like, well, you know, like. It's okay if it's not perfect. Yeah. Like, no one really is perfect. She wasn't perfect. But I think that enjoying the things she loved, it's like it's like if you and your mom are like a Venn diagram, yeah. and like <laughs> in the middle are the things that you both jo- enjoy and love, yeah. like, that's a beautiful thing to it keep, like, to keep enjoying. Yes. Because, like, that's infectious. Like, yeah. Like, sometimes I think about it because I'm just like, I wish my mom was alive because she would, like, love this season of Drag Race. <laughs> as obnoxious as possible on yeah. my Instagram story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my mom would have enjoyed this. I like that. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's interesting. I think that eventually, like, as an adult, you sort of, yeah. like, it's like, I don't know, like, this is gonna set, my husband has a master's degree in philosophy, so this is why, like, I know this. <laughs> I'm not that smart. <laughs> but, like, it's like the Nietzsche theory of, like, you're taught something, essentially, and then, like, you rebel against it, and then you, like, synthesize the two, and, like, take what you want from, like, the things you learn and what you don't like about it, and and that's, like, being a complete, or, like, a whole person, and that really has spoken to me the past few years, because I'm, like, well, I don't like alcoholism. Yeah. (laughs) Or, like, I don't, you know, there's things that, like, my mom, like, I don't want to be mean to my kid if I have one. Right. But I also know that, and I don't want to hate myself because of, like, my thighs or whatever. Right. But I also love all this other stuff my mom gave me. Like, this, yeah. like, this passionate nature, like, yeah. being, like, kind to people or, like, just always thinking of others or yeah. all those things that uh, made her a great person. Yeah. You can kind of pick and choose what you yeah. want to, which is, like, kind of a beautiful thing. It's a little sad, but I think it's also, like, a really beautiful thing. It's, like, a beautiful, it's, like, a weird, beautiful, like, leftover gift, you know? Yeah. It's, like, you don't have your parent, which is the fucking worst. Yes. But you, but you get, like, this perspective on them that you can't really get. Yeah. Until they're gone. Like, yeah. until you have that space 
where you're not just like, why are you calling me at 7 a.m.? You know that I sleep in on the weekend. Right, right, right. Why are you doing this? (laughs) Like, it's that kind of thing. But, yeah, like, in some senses, like, that distance has been so interesting or, like, been such a gift. And, yeah, like, just, it's, like, really lovely. It's, like, lovely to sort of sort through, like, all the emotional stuff they left for you. All the junk. All the stuff. All the stuff to find, like, really good stuff. The mom junk drawer. The mom junk drawer. Is there anything you want to end with before we part? Um, I guess just that I used to think that your, I used to think my relationship with my mom was, like, terrible. Yeah. And I used to think that it made it somehow bad or flawed or just not worthy because like we both had problems and she made mistakes as a parent and I've never made one. <laughs> I've, made I've never made a mistake. I yes. personally have never been wrong. <laughs> but I think that just because I essentially think that nothing is perfect, but it can still be good. That was really nice. Yeah. And I think that, I don't know, I think our parents aren't perfect, and it's a good thing, because I think it's a good lesson that we're not perfect. Yeah. Like, things can be valuable and not be great all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having this me. This has been wonderful. Oh, it has. You're such a great guest. You're so, And you have a really good radio voice, I hope too. so. I'm really, I'm worried I'm going to, like, hear this and be like, cool, I'm going to jump off a bridge. No, that's what I think every time I, like, edit oh. something, I'm like, my voice is so bad. Um, we both sounded The clouds are hanging low. I was hungry, but now I know. Don't expect too much if you're moving slow. Don't expect too much if you're moving slow. The sky is broken, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Our theme song is written by Kevin McLeod. Our beautiful logo is designed by Muriel Kelly. If you want to say hi, you can reach us at deadparentspodcast at gmail.com. I stumble along to the sound of drums